This is an ABC podcast. Kaya, nan curl Millie Rose, nan mudich curling. Hi, I'm Millie Rose. I'm a fierce girl. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies from here on Noongar country and from wherever you are listening. We respect the elders of the past and present. This is the story of the girl who swam with sharks, Valerie Taylor. Read by Australian champion freediver, Amber Burke. Welcome to Australia's biggest and best spearfishing competition. We've got 700 men and seven women here today to see who can bring in the biggest fish. It'll be a tough contest, but my money's on the lady slayer herself, Valerie Taylor. Valerie zipped up her pink wetsuit, tied a ribbon around her ponytail and trudged into the water. She'd been hunting fish since she was a teenager, swimming alongside them, gaining their trust, then thrusting her spear straight into their guts. But the more fish she killed, the more it felt wrong. And look at that hole. Our sparrows have brought in mountains of fish today. What a spectacle. Valerie stared at the dead fish piled up on the sand. She won the women's division of the contest and her husband, Ron, won the men's. But neither of them felt proud. What have we done? Valerie said. All these fish, it's such a waste. She even killed a shark. It was minding its own business when Valerie swam along, speared it, then heaved its lifeless body onto a boat. On your Val, the fisherman said. The only good shark's a dead shark. But Valerie wasn't so sure. The more sharks she swam with, the more she realised they didn't live up to their man-eating reputations. Ron thought the same way. He bought a camera and built a shell to protect it so that he could film their underwater adventures. Let's make a deal, Ron said. The only sharks we shoot from now on, we shoot with our cameras. <sighs> Valerie breathed a sigh of relief. She was sick of hurting sea creatures. Deal. When American movie producers heard about the glamorous Aussie couple shooting underwater footage, they were intrigued. But they weren't interested in pretty pictures of tiny fish. They wanted drama. And they wanted Valerie. Can you get some shots of that woman with the bow in her hair? They asked. And get her with some dangerous critters. That would be fabulous. Valerie swam like a fearless mermaid for the camera. She floated in swarms of stingers. She played peekaboo with sea lions. She cuddled moray eels. And she scratched the bellies of sharks. The movie producers couldn't get enough. 
We want more shock action. They said. The bigger, the better. Valerie and Ron flew to South Africa for a scary sounding film called Blue Water, White Death. But the title was the least of their worries. They headed straight for the deep sea and straight into the middle of a feeding frenzy. Hundreds of sharks were darting through the water like torpedoes. They were feasting on whale carcasses. And they weren't just any sharks. They were oceanic white tips, the species responsible for more human deaths than any other. Look at them all, Valerie said. We'll get such great shots. Valerie climbed inside a metal cage and dropped into the sea, directly below one of the dead whales. The water was cloudy with whale blood. Valerie watched in awe as the sharks bumped her cage with their noses, then bumped the whale, then took a bite. Ron captured it all on film, but he wanted better pictures without the bars of the cage in the way. Okay, Valerie said cautiously. I noticed the sharks bumped the whales two or three times before they took a bite. If we meet their bump with force, to show that we're not food, maybe we can make a place for ourselves in the pack. Valerie and Ron were lowered back into the water. And when they were deep enough, they slowly, slowly opened their cage doors and they swam into the pack. It's like shark soup in here, Valerie thought. Sharks above me, sharks below me, sharks to the left, sharks to the right. Valerie loved sharks, but she wasn't completely sure she trusted them that much. She wasn't completely sure she'd swim out of there alive. Ron held his camera while Valerie held a stick. The sharks swirled and circled, circled and swirled. One shark swam right up behind Valerie. Oh no, she thought. Is this it? The shark opened its mouth and took a nibble of Valerie's ponytail. That was it. She didn't even feel it. She didn't even have to use the stick. Back on the boat, Valerie's body surged with adrenaline. Not only had she lived, she'd never felt so alive. That was fantastic, she said. Just fantastic. When Blue Water White Death hit cinemas, the calls came thick and fast. Mr. and Mrs. Taylor, my name's Steven Spielberg. I'm making a shark movie. I need some footage of great whites. You in? Are we ever? Valerie said. Great whites were Ron and Valerie's specialty. They were the first people to ever film them alive. Submarines with teeth, they called them. Valerie and Ron headed off the coast of South Australia, dribbling a trowel of minced meat off the back of their boat. Here, sharky, sharky! Valerie called, 
stirring up the water. Soon enough, an enormous dorsal fin appeared. We've got one! Valerie pulled on her wetsuit, leapt into a cage, and was lowered down to meet the great white eye to eye. It's magnificent, she thought. Nature's perfection. Ron filmed over her shoulder as Valerie stuck her hand through the bars and stroked the giant's bulky white belly. Good sharky sharky, Valerie thought. That moment, along with loads of other footage shot by Ron and Valerie, screened in Hollywood's first ever summer blockbuster. Jaws, a made-up movie all about sharks terrorising people. And that made-up movie made Valerie a superstar. Can we have your autograph? You're so brave. Didn't I see you on the cover of a magazine? But Valerie would have given up her fame and fortune if it meant saving sharks. Oh no, she said, while watching boats returning from hunting expeditions, sharks dangling from huge hooks and fishermen showing off jawbones like trophies. The movie has made people even more terrified of sharks, Valerie said, and it's giving hunters an excuse to kill more and more. Valerie called up every TV and radio host she could think of, begging them to let her speak. Can everyone please chill out? Jaws is fiction. Our shark footage might be real. But the story is made up, she said. You have more chance of being killed walking across the street than you do being killed by a shark. But Valerie didn't feel like anyone was really listening. Ron, we have to show people that sharks are no threat, she said. We've filmed them biting whales. Let's film them biting us. It sounded like a crazy way to prove her point. But Valerie wanted to show that sharks' bites weren't as dangerous as people feared. Sharks don't have hands, so they can't come up and feel you and say, Ooh, I don't like you. They feel with their teeth, Valerie said. But they don't have huge crush power. You just need to stay still and wait for the shark to let go of you. We'll show you. Ron ordered a suit made from chain mail, metal armour like medieval knights used to wear. I'll wear the suit on a dive, he said. I'll see if a shark can sink its teeth through the mesh. But when the suit arrived, it wasn't stretchy enough for Ron's body. Give it here, Valerie said. I'll wear it. Valerie pulled on the metal suit and jumped straight into the coral sea with a bucket of bait. A school of reef sharks circled, but they weren't interested in Valerie, even when she waved fish food right in their faces. Here, sharky, sharky, don't you want to bite me? She said. When the sharks swam close enough, Valerie tried to force her arm into their mouths, 
but they just didn't want to bite. I know, Valerie said. I'll put some bait between my skin and the suit. Valerie sliced up some tuna and ground up some fish mints, then shoved it between the metal mesh and her arms. Oceanic blue sharks caught the scent. Here, sharky, sharky, Valerie said. Come and have a bite. Chomp. It worked. A shark clamped down on Valerie's arm while Ron filmed. The key is not to pull away, Valerie reminded herself. Otherwise, they'll use their teeth like a saw. The shark released Valerie's arm and she swam to the surface. She examined the suit. The teeth didn't get through, she said. The chainmail is intact, and my arm is too. Valerie sent the footage to TV networks, but some people still weren't convinced. It's a hoax, they said. The footage isn't real. Valerie and Ron refused to give up. They came across a great white, tangled in fishing line. Here, Sharky, Sharky, Valerie said. I'll help you. Ron filmed while Valerie waded into the water and untangled the shark with her bare hands. When the shark was freed, Valerie rubbed its back as it swam away. Good, Sharky, Sharky. Then they went back to South Australia trailing fish guts in their wake until an enormous great white popped up. Here, sharky, sharky, Valerie said, waving bait in the air. Ron filmed as Valerie hand-fed the great white off the back of their boat, patting its nose as it munched on the fish. See? They're just like dogs, Valerie said. And slowly... But surely, Valerie's voice was heard. She banged down the doors of politicians, demanding they protect her underwater friends. The Australian sea lion needs protecting. The potato cod needs protecting. The grey nurse shark needs protecting. And slowly, but surely, the government listened. Sea lions, protected. Potato cod, protected. Grey nurse sharks, protected. All thanks to Valerie. And the waters of South Australia, where the Jaws footage was filmed, that's now a marine park named after Valerie and Ron. Its most famous residence, the submarines with teeth, can live there in peace, protected too. Valerie used to think the sea was another world, but eventually she realised it wasn't. The sea makes up most of our world. The sea is the mother of all life, Valerie said. We need it to survive. And the sea will only survive if we care for the creatures that call it home. From tiny plankton to gigantic whales, and of course, sharks. 
Nature does not make mistakes, Valerie said. Only we humans do. My name is Amber Burke and I'm an Australian champion freediver. I spend a lot of my time under the sea being an underwater woman. Valerie Taylor is a huge inspiration of mine. I think this story is a great example of why it's so important for us to protect our oceans and all of the creatures in them, even the scary ones. And I want to tell you to never stop standing up for what you believe in and stay fierce. This episode was recorded on the lands of the Tarable people, and we pay our respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. If you loved this episode, did you know the ABC makes other really cool podcasts for kids? Like Short and Curly the show which covers the curly questions that come up in our everyday lives. They've got a great episode called Sharks vs Swimmers. You're just going to avoid beaches forever? I mean, yeah. What's my alternative? Get eaten by a shark, yum yum? Not necessarily, because most beaches don't even have sharks. And then, of course, there's culling. Oh, I don't think I should cuddle a shark. Not cuddling, culling. Controlling the number of sharks in the ocean by killing them. Killing them? You can listen to it and more for free on the ABC Listener or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're a teacher, did you know you can bring fierce girls into your classroom? We have a bunch of free educational resources that go along with the show. They're on our website at abc.net.au slash fierce girls. Over and out.